Hey, 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 you're now listening to The College Game Plan with Coach Uni. I'm your host, Ashley Johnson, and we're talking about all things related to preparing for, applying to, and paying for college. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I'm very happy to have you here, and if you're a returning guest, welcome back. So before we get started, I want you guys to make sure you subscribe to the podcast. That way you never miss an episode. So anytime I drop an episode, if you're a subscribed um, listener, you're going to be notified immediately that I have a new episode ready for you to listen to. So if you are already subscribed to the, if you're already subscribed to the podcast, awesome. You're amazing. Thank you so much for your support, but let's go ahead and get into our episode today. So what we're going to be talking about today is what 11th grade students should be doing now to prepare for senior year. So I have four tips that I want to share with you that I know will help make senior year get off to a good start as you prepare to apply to colleges. So the first thing you're going to do is you are going to register and take the SAT or the ACT ACT at least one time before senior year. Uh, SAT has a test date coming up on uh, March, I believe it's sometime in March, March 13th maybe. Um, But the deadline has already passed for that SAT date. Um, And if you did not get in for the March uh, SAT date, no worries. There's two more that's coming up before the end of the school year. So you can register for the May or the June SAT, SAT on the College Board's website. SAT typically has um, a deadline that's at least one month prior to the test date. So keep that in mind when you're thinking about when you want to take the test. Go on the College Board website and you can register from there. Um, Also, ACT has a couple dates that are, well, actually only two dates. Yeah, two dates as well that are coming up in the future. There is a test date on April 4th, and that deadline is going to be this Friday, February 28th. So if you are interested in taking the ACT in April, definitely register before Friday. And then there is another test date for ACT on June 13th that you can register for. Both tests offer free test prep on their websites that I think is a great idea for you to use if you want to prepare yourself for the test. Um, I can speak more about SAT's test prep because I'm more familiar with it, but SAT has a partnership with the Khan Academy and you can link your college board website with the Khan Academy's website and they will tailor your test prep to your individual results that you got on the PSAT and on the SAT. So um, all students should have taken the PSAT when they were in 10th grade. And if you link your Khan Academy with your College Board Academy, I mean, excuse me, if you link your Khan Academy account with your College Board account, then it will analyze how you did on that PSAT. And then you're they're able to give you a better idea of like what you need to be working on and they can tailor your test prep sessions to that which is really awesome and it's totally free so win-win okay um if you don't want to really use the test prep online or you don't feel like it's helpful you can always go to your local library and borrow books for free they should have some test prep books uh available that you can use um you can order books online or you can hire hire a private tutor or you can just um do it on your own if you want to Okay, so SAT or ACT, every single college in the United States accepts either test. So it's up to you which one you want to take. Um, I will link 
all of this in my show notes for you so that you can get on there and um, easily navigate and find these websites for yourself. So um, you definitely want to take it at least once as a junior because two reasons. One, if you do well and you like your score, you don't have to take it as a senior. It's already done and you're finished. Um, Also, another reason why you want to take it is because another point I'm going to share with you is that by knowing your SAT or ACT score, you will have a better idea of how you kind of compare to other students who are applying to certain schools. So it give you it will give you a better idea of whether or not you think you can get into um, a school based on your SAT uh, scores and your um, GPA. Um, so by having that now, it will help you with um, sorting out, figuring out what school you want to apply to and what you could possibly get into. All right, so that's number one. Number two is you want to start asking for letters of recommendations. So you're going to definitely get a recommendation from your counselor and you will need, depending on what school you're applying to, at least one to three recommendations from teachers. So I'm saying ask now because it's like being proactive. You go and you figure out which teacher can I ask to write a recommendation. You want to ask them and give them enough time to, to complete the task for you and for some students, it really boils down to like thinking about like, who could I ask? Who knows me? Who would say something good about me? Um, and if you don't have an answer to like, you don't really know anybody that you could get a recommendation from, start working on that now. Start working on these relationship building skills where you're talking to teachers, you are uh, making those connections with them. And students, I, I I'm going to be 100% honest with you. You cannot wait for teachers to come to you and start building relationships. You need to be proactive. You need to take that initiative. So um, also you want to think about if you're asking teachers for recommendations, you want to ask a teacher that teaches in the discipline that you're planning to study. So if you're thinking about being an engineering major, you want to be an engineer, you want to ask like a math or a science teacher for a recommendation as opposed to your weight training teacher or your uh, teacher for chorus or something like that. Um, you could still ask a teacher that's not in that discipline, especially if you've done some things within their their classes, like you, you maybe they're like your club sponsor or something like that. And they're also one of your teachers um, and they can speak to your academic abilities. No problem. But it does look really good if you can get a teacher that teaches in the discipline that you're planning to study. So keep that in mind, too. All right. Um, Also, building a relationship with your school counselor, because even though they are going to have to write the recommendation, whether you ask them or not, you should still ask them. But it's kind of by default that counselors have to write a recommendation. You still want to build a relationship with them too. make sure they know who you are. They know things about you. Um, You want to be able to have the counselor and the teacher have things that they can say that are personal so that when colleges read their recommendation, they know that this is coming from a genuine place and not just a generic, I'm writing this letter because I was asked to or because I have to type of thing. So a great thing that you can start working on if you haven't done this already is preparing like a resume or like an activity sheet that you can give to the people that you're asking to write recommendations for you, because that's gonna make it a lot easier for them to come up with this recommendation and make it very personal and um, tailored toward you. So as a, when any student asks me for a recommendation, I always ask them, do you have a resume? Do you have a list of activities you've done? Because I like to add those things in a recommendation. Any good recommender knows that. So 
Um, if they don't ask you for it, be, take the initiative again and just offer it to them. Like, you know, I need you to write a recommendation for me for college. Here's my resume, my, my student resume. And, and that doesn't mean a resume like you have to have jobs on it. And it can be basically just a list of all the things you've done while you've been in high school. Um, and if your school has a Naviance account, you can actually make a resume within your Naviance account. And it's really easy. It's like plug and chug. You just put the, uh, put in the, the, the information that you want to go into the resume and then it will generate the resume for you and you just print it. So it's super amazing and easy. If your school doesn't have a Naviance account, no worries you can just Google a uh, high school student resume template and just go from there and add your information. Okay, um, so that's the, the second point. The third point is you're gonna start thinking about what schools you wanna apply to. So you're gonna make a college list. So I recommend a, making a list of at least six schools. So you might be like, oh, why do I need to make a list of all those schools? Like I, I only wanna go to Virginia Tech, and that's the only school I plan to apply to. I recommend making a list of several schools so you can have options. Because what if you apply to Virginia Tech and you don't get in? Or what if you do apply to Virginia Tech and you get in, but they don't offer you enough financial aid and you can't afford to go? Then what are you gonna do? So by having a list of options, you can, you know, kind of like sort, you can make a better decision that's best for you. Okay. Or you get in, maybe you get in, they offer you the right amount of money and everything's fine and it worked out in your favor. But by doing it this way, it's just a great way to kind of explore all kinds of different things. All right. So with making your college list, you want to pick at least two schools that are like a reach school or a dream school, which means that when you're thinking about this school, it would be like, the ultimate dream to get in. Like you're not 100% sure you would get in or maybe it's like a reach or a dream to go because of the financial piece to it. Maybe it's a private school or maybe it's an out of state school and you and your family aren't 100% sure you could afford it. But don't rule it out, okay? Don't rule any school out for this category because it's like a dream, it's a reach. So, you know, dream big, sky's the limit. Pick whatever you want. All right, so at least two schools in that category. Then you wanna pick two schools that are on target. These are gonna be considered your target schools. So you know, based on your grades, your test scores, um, and a couple other things that you know about this school and students that they've admitted in the past, you are right on target for what they're looking for. And so you may be thinking, well, how do I know what they're looking for? Or how do I know these things? You can use websites like Big Future, and that's through the College Board. I'm going to put that link in the show notes. Um, you can use a website um, called College Navigator. That's through the U.S. Department of Education. Or you can use your Naviance account if your school has a, 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 an account with them. And you can basically use these websites to filter through different schools based on what you're looking for and what you're interested in. So with like an, uh, with like a website like Big Future, let's say you're like, okay, I want to go to a medium-sized school that is co-ed. It is in a small town. It's only 100 miles away from home. They offer club um, basketball. They offer club soccer. They have, um, let's see, any, uh, they have a religious organization that I, I'm interested in. They have uh, a certain a percentage of, of people from all over the country and all over the world. So there's diversity there within the ethnic groups of the students that go there. Whatever you can think of that you think is important for you, start thinking about that stuff right now and plug it into these websites. And then what they will do is pull up all the schools 
that match what you're looking for. So then you can pick, you know, click on the school, learn more about it, and then add that to your list if that's something you're interested in. And then Big Future also has like a, a space where you can like have all of these schools in one space, which is awesome. So you're gonna pick two schools that are on target for what um, you, you know that you could possibly be a target student for getting in those schools. Um, and then you're gonna pick two schools that are safety schools. So with safety, you're gonna, these are basically schools that you know, if all else fails, I'll get into these schools. And that can mean, you know, academically, you're above the curve of the average student that they accept, or maybe you know that it's a safety school because you know other people who have gotten in and you know for a fact like you're kind of on the same level as them or maybe you've exceeded them and you're just like i know i'll get in or your safety school may be a safety school in the sense of like being able to afford it like you know okay we could definitely afford this as a family and um that's something definitely to consider because some kids think about college in a sense of only about be, being able to get in but sometimes you can get in but you have to make sure you can also afford it too but that's another episode and we'll get into that in a few but for your safety schools just think about it as as some kids like to say this is like my backup plan so the safety school may be i know academically i can get in and the school is like right down the road so i will probably stay at home and save money and uh, go there if all else fails with the other schools that i'm looking into so you want to pick two schools that fall into that category. And again, do some soul searching for yourself. You know, and think about what you're really interested in because this is your college education and it's gonna be the next four years of your life. So you wanna make sure you're happy with your choices. So after you make your list on Big Future or you use Big Future or a website like Naviance or College Navigator to figure out what schools are gonna go on your list, I would recommend you do some um, investigations with these schools to see like, okay, am I, if I haven't, if you haven't visited the school, how do you know you're really going to be interested? Ways that you can find out more information about a school if you have not been able to visit is you can uh, search them on social media, follow their social media accounts on like Twitter or Instagram. YouTube is a great option for following schools and seeing what they have to offer. Um, following current students that go to the school um, on social media and seeing what kind of things they're posting about their experience at that school. Of course, using the, the school's website is another great option. Um, if you can visit, absolutely visit. And then if you can't visit, but the school, sometimes they send representatives for many schools to your local high school, go to those information sessions, listen in on what they're talking about, what they offer to students. And then if you um, also can attend a college fair, you can get more information about different schools at the college fair. So that's a great way to kind of put your college list all together. And then the last thing is preparing financially for senior year. So I'm talking about all the expenses that come along with senior year. So that's like senior fees, that's uh, any type of um, graduation fees or uh, prom or application fees when you're applying to school those are they, those add up and it gets very expensive um if you're planning to travel to any type of schools to visit you know you want to start thinking about getting your money together for that so that uh, senior year is not a huge financial burden on you so that once it hits it's not like oh my gosh how am i gonna afford this so students if you work start thinking about that when you're starting to get your checks in like you know you don't want to spend all your money on things like, you know, 
shopping or hanging out with friends or you know blowing your money on fast food or eating out and things like that when you have a lot of financial obligations that are coming up during senior year so keep that in the back of your mind parents also for you um you need to think about how this tax return that you're going to file by april 15th is what you're going to use for the free application for federal student aid aka the fafsa so that is going to open on october 1st and um it's important to get your taxes done and have everything sorted for that you can um go online and there is a list that i'll also put the link in the show notes a list of all the documents that you're going to need for that um to file your fafsa and and it's really important to start preparing all that stuff now so that when the application opens you're ready to go so if you i'm assuming if you have a student in 11th grade that if you went to college you went a long time ago and when you went the fafsa probably opened on january 1st and so now that has changed it now opens on october 1st and you use your tax return from two years before so prior prior year so for students that are going to be starting um college in the fall of 2021 for your first uh fafsa application you're going to use your tax return from 2019. so very important to start getting those things together so that you're ready it's not going to delay the process because with fafsa it's a first come first serve situation for applying for financial aid and once the money has been distributed it's gone there's nothing you can do about it so if you get your application in early you don't have to worry about missing out okay so that's all i have for you guys today those are my four tips for how you can get a jump start on senior year and all the things that 11th grade students need to be making sure that they have together before they go into senior year so to recap for you guys the first thing is you're going to take the act or the sat at least once before the end of this school year you can practice online with test prep there's two, de- two test dates for both tests that are still available for the rest of this school year. Um, so you can pick whichever one you think is best for you. Number two is you're gonna start talk- asking for uh, letters of recommendations from teachers, uh, building those relationships with teachers if you don't have anybody in mind that you can ask. Remember, whatever you're planning to study, if you can get a teacher that can write a recommendation within that, that teaches within that discipline, that would be awesome. You're also going to be uh, preparing a resume or activity sheet for your teachers that you can give them so that they can put personal things about you in their recommendation to show that they definitely actually know you and can make it a lot more personable for those college admissions uh, representatives. And then you're also going to be building this relationship with your counselor, too, if you haven't done so. Uh, The next thing is you're going to make your college list. And you're going to pick at least six schools so you can have all kinds of options when it's time to apply and when you start getting your acceptance letters and you're going to pick two schools that are reach schools dream schools sky's the limit anything you could think of that it would be awesome to get into you're going to put those put those two schools there and then you have your two target schools schools that you know you're right on target for being able to get accepted to and then you have your safety schools two schools that you know without a shadow of a doubt you'll probably absolutely get in and you can use websites like big future um, or naviance to build those lists or the college navigator from u.s department of education and then the last thing is you're going to get your finances together for senior year so if you're working over the summer or you're working right now start thinking about all the senior fees and all the uh, financial obligations that are coming along going to come along with senior year and start putting that money aside if you do have a part-time job or if you don't have a part-time job 
start looking for one so you can work in the summer if that's possible. Parents, you're also going to get your taxes uh, together so that you can file your taxes to be prepared to file for the federal uh, free application for federal student aid by October 1st when it opens. And that is all I have for you guys today. So a lot of things to prepare for junior year. It will absolutely help make senior year a lot smoother if you can get these things done uh, before the end of this school year. And yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that there was something shared that um, was helpful for you. If you found this episode to be helpful, make sure that you share it with a friend. Tell somebody about it. And again, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And the next episode will drop in two weeks on, um, it's every other Tuesday. I don't know exactly what Tuesday it's going to be, but I'll make sure I put it on my um, Instagram page. You can follow me there. I'm at coach.uni on Instagram. And um, leave me a DM or comment. Let me know what you think about the episodes. I'd love to hear from you guys and get some feedback. And I'll talk to you guys next time.